Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Seth. And this is Never TMI. Where we talk about real things. And nothing is ever off limits. Well, good day, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Never TMI. Yes, hello. Where nothing is off limits. And Welcome. we are just so thankful mm-hmm. to all of our listeners, all of our viewers. Yeah. Whatever platform you watch us on, <clears throat> we thank you for it. And uh, we really... We love you guys, even though I know we don't know you personally, but yeah, we have really enjoyed just this time that we get to spend being intentional mm-hmm. of coming together, and yeah. I just teed that up for you. <laughs> no, we get, like, we literally do this for you guys. Like, we love it, and we um, love, <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought you were going to introduce our topic of intentional time, which was literally just... <laughs> oh, no, uh, I will, but I, okay, I wanted okay. to say a little something, too. Like, I'm, oh, I'm just... Sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm also so excited because I just feel like we've experienced, like, a shift. Even though we just started this podcast, I feel like we're like, no, we really need to, like, dive in and go deep and get real. And, like, which we have been, at least to, to like, our knowledge, we're... You know, it's been nice and comfortable and great, but like we really are excited. But that's where it, let's just be real. Let's be real. Doing a podcast is harder, way harder than I thought. They're just, it's tough. It can be tough, especially like, depending on your personality. Like, yeah, yeah. For me, it's uh-huh. way harder. But and like to your point though, it's been comfortable, but it's getting uncomfortable. Uh-huh. I feel like and uh-huh. not. In a good way. In a good way. But I feel like it's definitely forcing us to grow. Yeah. Like it's forcing us to think outside the box. Like. Deeper. Yeah. It's just like. I think even content creation. And it's like. Mm -hmm. Coming up with content. Like studying content. Like. What are things we want to talk about? What are things that we're working on personally? And it's like really forces you to kind of self-evaluate where are we at what are we going through and how then can we share that to other people and just so it is definitely getting i would say more challenging in a Mm -hmm. good way and i think that's been really good for us and it's been it's been um like oh thank you i think (laughs) both of us have had like rough conversations somewhat with like loved ones and all that kind of stuff. It's like, I think it's, Oof. it's bringing up some stuff mm. that is like, Ooh, this is a little uncomfortable, but like we, we feel so much peace and we know like where it just, it part of you just wants to go even deeper. Cause you're like, we don't want to just be another voice in this world like we don't want to just blend in that, that's I mean I don't know the, the Enneagram I used to hate it but I'm a four so I guess that makes sense when I feel like every four hates the Enneagram but um because you're like trying to be individual and who cares about the Enneagram but like I eventually did it and I was like oh all of this makes sense but um that is ingrained into who I am it's like I don't want to be like everyone else I don't want to talk about it I'm like let's just it's like impossible for me like when someone's like how are you I'm like you're not prepared for this answer because like I'm not gonna give you (laughs) like I'm not gonna lie to you here um it's just who (laughs) I am it's like no we're like I'm not great because what I just did was wrong and what like I'm gonna go right into it and I feel like you've kind of adapted somewhat of that just 
you know, being married to each other for almost six years. So yeah, we're, that being said, we're excited. We're so thankful that you are gracious and um, kind and give us a chance to kind of make ourselves known to you guys too. Like it's special for us to feel Mm -hmm. safe to do so so we really appreciate that and we're excited we got some good good stuff we're like let's go deeper and Mm -hmm. and talk about some real things so we are this episode um going to be talking about intentional time like what our intentional time looks like how to make it in ways that we make it really intentional that kind of sets apart our time together um, and, and really has like enriched our marriage actually. Mm-hmm. And then we're also going to be discussing the exact topics and questions we went over, um, on our little self-made marriage retreat, we call it. Um, it is not led by anyone, but Seth and Jackie, and we just kind of like have been doing this, I think probably like a few years now, a few years now. Um, we've made it like a point and a goal cause we've seen like the massive difference that it makes. So first we're going to dive into just like what our intentional time looks like and um, how we, how we make it worthwhile, how yeah. we set it apart. Well, I guess even before we go into it, it's like, I think time mm-hmm. and schedules has really been a, a hot topic for the Gibson household. Yeah. And again, even going back to this podcast, it's like the time is required to do this and like working through schedules Mm -hmm. like kids and just (laughs) things that would come up that I didn't even think about before we signed up of like, okay, what happens if your kids don't Don't take take a nap? Like (laughs) someone the other day asked, they're like, so what do you do with your kids when you're filming? And I was like, you'll hear them sometimes (laughs) they are just around the corner supposed to be taking a nap our daughter will literally get out of her bed and walk in here like it is not professional yeah well we're we're definitely working on that we are working but like time intentional time Mm -hmm. is there's so many different levels and facets so i think today we're kind of going more into like intentional time from a relationship standpoint Mm -hmm. and again kind of again being fresh off of our marriage retreat um, this past week. And so we'll go in a little bit more about that, but also just time in general, like schedules, Mm -hmm. like that's really been something that was even coming out of our marriage retreat was probably one of the most talked about topics. And Mm -hmm. again, we'll go through the things that we talked about, but just like, how do you work together? How do you, how do you not live a life that is just so, unprioritized mm-hmm. or how do you live a life out of priority? I think that's something yeah. that I've really been struggling with of like, I say that these things are so important, but when push comes to shove, like what am I really making the time for? Yeah. And for me, I think that's really been hard with work. Mm-hmm. Like, especially mm-hmm. like I'm starting kind of a new facet of, of work this year in real estate mm-hmm. <coughs> as like a, Literally, like an actual agent. The other day, he's like, "I don't know if I like this. <laughs> like, I don't know if I like this anymore." And it's supposed—it's to help, you know, what I do on the other side, like with mm-hmm. investing. But it's just required a lot of extra time. Yeah, like learning new platforms, building 
relationships like going to show houses and stuff and so like there's a lot that goes into that that yeah it's just like you're on requires call. a lot of time yeah. i feel like i'm literally on call all the time yep and it's hard to like keep that in its respective place mm -hmm. given i'm also a husband i'm also a father like i also you know like so all these have a other, wife who works as well so right there's so many other like buckets that your time yeah. has to get filled in so like living a life of priority with your time mm -hmm. that is a, a huge struggle for me right now yeah. and i know that it affects jackie a lot and so that's kind of been and i think for me like the the struggle has always been like you know on paper i am so flexible you know so it just feels like with him being so much busier it's like do you care about what I do? Do you respect that I need time for what I do? Which I know he does. I, I definitely do. But again, like we said, like we look back at the end of the day and it's like, of course I respect what you do. Of course I like know that you need time to do what you do. If you look back in a day, it's like, okay, but where, where is that shown? So for both of us, like for me too, like I, um, I remember going to lunch and <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll be home at like what? Two noon <laughs> <laughs> i was like i shouldn't be past no, no, no. noon I'm it was sorry, like right. it was two, i think it was, it was two, two. Uh, well i was like latest absolute latest too it was two, yeah. and it's like he has stuff to do too and i was literally going to lunch um <laughs> which probably happens like once a week because i'm like okay i have uh four sisters two brothers everyone lives in dallas except for one um so like one day maybe two days out of the week i'm like making time for these other relationships that really matter a lot to me my siblings are like my best friends and so went to lunch and was like latest i'll be home around this time i'll keep you updated didn't keep him updated once and then like he calls and i'm like oh my gosh i'm leaving now i'm so sorry and it was like two way past way past the time i'm talking like over an hour past the time that i said i'd be home and so I can say all day long, I respect what you do. I care about, mm. you know, what you do. I but I do want you me. to have time. <laughs> but it's like, do my actions reflect that? Like, right. am I showing that? Because then I'm just like blowing smoke. It's That's not true. That's yeah. just not true. Or, or it could be true, but I'm not doing my due. I'm not doing a good job of showing that. And actions always, always speak louder than words. So. And that's just so hard to do, I feel like, in it general. Is. Like, in every, like, to be someone who's just on every aspect mm -hmm. across the board, like, everything that I say, I'm going to do it. Yep. And I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Like, that, I feel like, is the uh, the pinnacle of what, <clears throat> you know, yeah. we are aiming trying for. to work for. Yeah. <laughs> but it, and it literally is because it's really tough to do. It takes yeah. a lot of work and a lot of intentionality and, I can say for myself, I'm not always willing to do that. Just, I, I wish I were, but it's like, I am not. And so that's something we need to work towards. Anyway, um, so when it comes to our intentional time, I feel like there's definitely things that. Say so like, kind of like what shapes intentional mm -hmm. time is kind of the way that we're going to. How to it. even be intentional with it. Mm -hmm. And so I think the first, the first thing that came to our mind is, is like if you want to spend intentional time with someone, we have found it helps when we schedule it. Yeah. And so basically just 
it's got to be on our calendar, mm-hmm. in our phone, like an alarm, whatever it is. I use all those gadgets, alarms, notifications, yeah. calendar alerts. Like those help me keep organization in my day. Mm-hmm. But so we try to, you know, <clears throat> first schedule it. I think that's if you yep. can schedule it, you're one step ahead of the game. But and not even like it doesn't have to be such a big deal. I think you know, obviously scheduling your date nights, but also scheduling, you know, five minutes in the evening every day mm-hmm. to where where you know you guys are going to sit down and talk. And I think if Seth and I, like we kind of, it's like a known fact for us, and this is what works for us in our schedule, we know the cutoff time is typically eight. So like right. we put the kids down, we typically have like an hour to tidy up, prep for tomorrow, do what we need to do, tie up loose ends, finish conversations we need to finish. And usually around 8, 8.30, we're like, we're done. We're putting our phones away. That's what works for us. So, like, if we didn't have that, we would have to absolutely, like, mm-hmm. blot those five minutes to ten minutes out where he and I are sitting without our phones on the couch or in bed talking about, our day, like going over our day, going whatever needs to be talked about. Maybe there's Mm -hmm. something you guys haven't gotten to talk about. Maybe one of you kind of needs to vent a little bit or you're just literally like, oh, if you had any like good conversations, notable conversations, what was like the hard part of your days or anything that was frustrating that happened? Because I feel like a lot of times at the end of the day, you're like, whew, that is behind us. And, Mm -hmm. but there's still, there's still like emotions and feelings and like, strings attached to like your mental state in that moment from the day. So like being able to kind of release those and invite your partner into those is important. So you're not just like every single day shaping more and more of like whatever. Um, And just to clarify though, so you're saying the five to 10 minutes, like, and just I'm clarifying this for yeah. the listeners. So we kind of set our cutoff time at like eight, mm-hmm. max eight thirty. If something's crazy, where we then hang out after that. So like from we're watching eight, a show, yeah, eight to w- when we go to bed. Yeah, that's like our time to hang out. Mm-hmm. And in that time, we we create time to be intentional. Like that's our time when we kind of shut everything down. We'll talk yep. and do the check in. I think what you're saying, though, the Mm -hmm. five to ten minutes is at some point in a day, it's good to set a five to Mm -hmm. ten minute. But also, like, yeah, and I know, you know, I'm just saying, okay, that works for us. We're shutting down at eight, and it's you and I, and sometimes we'll sit and we'll talk. Sometimes we'll put something on. I mean, we'll typically talk regardless, but, like, we'll put on a show, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, like, if... You know, some people are like, no, I'm trying to like have my own evening. I want to go take a bath. I want to go relax. I want to go play video games. I want to do whatever. So, so like at a minimum, regardless. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm okay. saying no matter what, um, at the end of the day, you guys come together and kind of unite and and check in, you know, right. check in, ask intentional questions. It does not need to be. It's you want it to be light. You want it to be something that you actually can like look forward to with your partner. You don't want to like mm-hmm. sit there and complain and whatever. Um, but just an undistracted time, which leads us into our next point. Well, and before we hit that, intentional time too can be like over an activity. 
like totally. as I'm thinking about it, like a game, yes. Well, that, but even just like dinner, like maybe yeah. you guys don't eat dinner together or your family mm-hmm. doesn't, but like, you know, sometimes we'll do, we'll have intentional time that's mm-hmm. even unplanned. That's just like, oh, we might linger long over dinner mm-hmm. while the kids are playing playing or you know if it's like a movie night yeah they might have popcorn and a movie and we just Mm kind of sit back at the table and Mm -hmm. talk like little things like that like it doesn't have to just be like so structured right we're or boring yeah it can just kind of be you know in the midst of your day yeah but for what that's worth all right what was the next point the next point was eliminating distractions so Mm, like Put your phone away. It's so tough to do. I get it. I'm a scroller. That's how I like to unwind. <laughs> it's like by the time I get in bed, I'm like, whew, okay, let me go on TikTok or watch some reels and just kind of like laugh or sit or, or watch something. Like I like to go on YouTube and like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm like, let's learn about seas, like the sea world or something like that. Like I literally will just anything to kind of distract intentionally i will do so i get that it's hard though if i just look at you long enough in silence it's like the silence plus the penetration of my eyes will eventually break that that. was that not the most dramatic thing you've ever heard no i know because it is like a look of scold real scroller but it's it yes because during the day i'm not doing that so like at the end of the day (laughs) i just like to wind down and that is like part of it which i'm sure people can relate to but like is it the healthiest thing probably not i don't know who knows maybe one day but like just eliminating the phone like we literally will put our phones down we're like okay let's get off it's eight we're done like Mm -hmm. we're not texting anymore we're not and it's important to set boundaries in your life for other people too like for example (laughs) what nothing my family no i was going to share the incident of uh, it's it's a work-related incident that i shouldn't publicly disclose like do i know about it yeah oh okay um, I was like, get to disclose on them, but late night texts oh. for work related <laughs> yeah. to work don't always go over yeah. so well. No, so I, like that's all I can say, but no, yeah. I I mean it's like and Seth would be so annoyed if like it's our time now because we have a whole day apart from each other essentially when it's our time if I'm like sitting on the phone with my sister or something like that, it's like mm, yeah. it's not the time. So setting those boundaries and it's nice because it's like it's like an understood thing all of us like i'm not going to call my sister either because i'm like i respect the fact that she's like with her family i know her husband's home Mm. you know they're either putting the kids down it's like it's family time now we're done um and that's a great point though because people don't always know your schedule or mm -hmm. like your schedule is not going to match up with anyone like Mm -hmm. and I, i guess for an example something that we try to do is take one day off in a week yeah. But like I know that like I take off Saturdays and I know a lot of people still work on Saturdays or mm-hmm. and so like it would it's so hard to not respond to people like mm-hmm. reaching out to you. And um, what we what he means by take off is like it's like essentially a Sabbath. Obviously if you are a believer you would know what that is. If you don't, it's like we're we're not working we're not, we're trying not to like 
and not in like I'm this legalistic this crazy way but yeah you rest you rest you mentally emotionally it's so necessary so keep going i just wanted to explain like work wise and doing you know like we're if there's something to clean i mean obviously if it's not like an immediate mess but if it's like we really need to do laundry and all that kind of stuff we save it for the next day yeah it can always kind of wait but to the point it's like people don't always know your schedule nor are they always going to be on your schedule so yeah. like you have to be the one that's intentional with setting the boundaries for your schedule yeah and i know we've talked about boundaries and this is a hard one for us that's yeah i think very important that we're trying to really kind of tighten up in terms of like cracking down and being strict with those yeah. boundaries because you can it's so easy to let people just kind of come into your your time and yeah. your space and again i know that there's some occupations out there or people you know our lives there are things yeah. that come up there's that, no day off right that uh that can take priority and rightfully so they should mm -hmm. but you know, it, those are the times when it's hard. And that's why it's so important to um, eliminate the distractions. And we're talking a lot about phones, emails, stuff like that. But also kids, like our kids yep. can be distractions, which is why. Are a distraction. <laughs> a lot of times. <laughs> yes. You know, our, our intentional time is after they're down mm -hmm. for the night. Like mm -hmm. that really is kind of the only time. Yep. Nap time sometimes. But again, for us, it's typically in the evening yeah. after the kids are down. After we've cleaned up the house, yeah. like that's, that's kind of when we, it's can when you're able to decompress a little bit, be with your partner and nothing is pulling you in any which direction mm -hmm. you're there and you can choose to be there. Um, so yeah, what's the next one? Next one is asking questions. Yes, this is big. This is so important and it's big for me because I'm like, if anyone Anyone in my family would tell you, like, I'm always asking questions. Like, if we're in a group setting, I'm going to ask some random question and everybody's going to roll their eyes because it's like, whatever. But it's like, <laughs> I so love true. it. <laughs> I know it is. But, like, I love it. I'm like, if you were stuck on a ship, and I, I think I get it from my dad because he would always literally be the most extra and like everybody would be dead silent and he would come with the most random question and we're all like what in the world are you talking about but it ended up being fun and they interactive always, they always end up being great conversations yes so it's, it's always a good conversation and people love talking about themselves first. okay so like <laughs> i'm always <laughs> like true. don't you dare roll your eyes because you know you excited to answer the question but anyway um yeah so i love like it is so stinking important to always be asking each other questions. You cannot assume that you know fully your spouse, your whoever you're in a relationship with, like they are ever changing. There will never be a day that you just know them to their core, no matter what. Like I'm, it, it would be a disadvantage for me to, and I obviously like, I'll talk about like what kind of questions you could ask, but like, I'm not even talking about like basic things. I'm like, you know, one day set, like, for example, Seth probably like, well, a couple months ago was like, I think I want to get my nose pierced. I was like, what version of Seth is this <laughs> that I have never come across? Like never in a million, this man, I mean, he doesn't have any tattoos. I mean, he, when I met him, he was one of the most conservative people I've met. I mean, in certain areas, okay, let's not get crazy, but, um, 
So I, and, and I love it. I was like, awesome. Great. Let's do it. That's what you want to do. Like, especially style choices. I'm like, I love changing things. I love when people feel comfortable and free to whatever. But like, my point is you, you are never gonna, don't ever settle into like, I know my partner, I know what to expect of them. Like they're ever changing. I'm changing constantly. What I'm passionate about, what I care about, what, what gets me excited, the kind of mom that I want to be, the kind of wife that I want to be, what color I want my hair to be, like my style, like I'm changing. I want him to take interest in me. I want him to continue to pursue getting to know me because, um, it's, uh, it's not going to be the same. You know what I mean? So just asking questions and, you know, obviously on a basic level as well, like, like I said, are there any, you know, conversations you had today that stuck out to you? Are there any, is there anything that kind of frustrated you or at the dinner table? Sometimes we'll, you know, in, invite the kids to, to be like, what was the best part of day? What was the hardest part? What was the worst part? What was something that made you upset? Um, what was something random or something like silly that happened? Like it just, Number one, I think helps communication and also sets the tone for like a safe place. It's like, I care. Um, I care about your day. I care about the conversations you had. Uh, like one thing I never, ever, ever wanted, we never wanted when we got married was like our work life and our personal life and like our marriage life to be separate. It was like, mm-hmm. and it scared me that he had a nine to five. I think growing up like just my mom was so involved um, in my dad's work. Just, I mean, I think the whole world was just because it was football. So like I, it scared me that he had like a nine to five or just like a different, and then real estate scared me. Cause I was like, I know nothing about real estate, but you don't have to. So like just keeping up with asking questions about like, you know, the conversations he's having or the things that he's doing or Mm -hmm. things that he mentions, like taking a mental note and being like, Oh, whatever happened with that contract or what happened with this project. And it's actually so exciting. Like I don't know much at all about like real estate or investing and all that, but like, it's so interesting to me and I'm excited to hear, you know, every few nights or so, like how's that project going or how did that conversation go? Or sometimes it's funny. So just asking questions is super important. Yeah, and actually that was something that Jackie mentioned coming out of our marriage retreat of like something that I can work on is really taking more of an interest in her work Mm. on a day-to-day basis because, you know, we do separate things and just, I feel like, you know, in the thick of life, you just, we're kind of tracking, doing our own things going through the day and by the Mm -hmm. time we get, you know, to our intentional time at night, you're mm-hmm. almost ready to just shut it down. And so that's something that can really get lost. Of yeah. like, And that's what Jackie was voiced to be. It's like, I wish you would be more, or I, I wish that you would take more of an interest in mm-hmm. what I do. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, understanding, okay, what did you, what content did you do today? Like, yeah. who, you know, who did you talk to today? What were those conversations like? Mm-hmm. And just really, just for the sake of like that kind of just makes you closer in the sense yeah. that I, I know what you did. I know what you're doing. I know what you're working mm-hmm. on. I know kind of where you're going or again, like you're yeah. saying, like what was hard about that today or are things going really well? And that's great. Mm-hmm. So just like really being in tune with your, your spouse or your partner, mm-hmm. like, and being able to kind of live life with them 
in the ups and downs. Yeah. And I think that really helps you relate emotionally yeah. by asking those questions. And last thing I'll say about that, like, I yeah, I feel like it helps also for both of you to kind of know, like, how can I support you as well? Like, how, how can I better support you in this time? Like, I felt like I was kind of drowning, but Seth didn't really know, or he, he didn't really know how to handle it because it was like, yeah, that must be stressful, but there's like literally nothing I can do about that. Or it just felt so separate. So like, you know, not even, it, it just makes a difference when I'm like, man, this was really frustrating or I'm having our time balancing like motherhood and um, <clears throat> like work and time, like I'm working from home. So like this is hard and all that kind of stuff. So it was just like a struggle, but there's such a difference when he's like, taking interest and asking me about it and just even curious curious about like where I'm at emotionally because then he's able to give me more grace if he's like oh this is probably stressful or he's able to be like you know what Kennedy let's maybe not go upstairs mommy's working and whatever (laughs) so like it it does make a difference and even if your job, which is a full-time job, arguably more difficult than any job out there is to be a full-time stay-at-home mom. Like we, we're able to help each other and balance like, but we're, we have no babysitter. We have no nanny, like it's us and it's the kids. Um, so I understand, but like, even if your husband or your wife is gone all day, like that is still something to take an interest in. So when whoever gets home, like it's, so important to sit there and be like you know you have a full-time job so like what was your day with the kids like what was frustrating about it did you have any like funny conversations like Mm -hmm. don't make them feel like they're burdening you like with their experience in their day like you're out of the house oh that's more interesting like no not the case so don't make people feel like or don't make your spouse or partner feel like they kind of weren't really invited to tell you how they're feeling, but like they want to, cause you're the kind of the only person they're going to. Um, so yeah, that's the last thing on that. Hey guys, I want to take a quick minute here and talk about an app called OathCare. OathCare is a free app. And it's about building a new model of healthcare that's rooted in community. Yes, it's really cool. It's specifically designed for basically every phase of motherhood. There's the pregnancy, postpartum, infant, toddler, um, you know, young child, all of it. So you can essentially download this app no matter what phase you're in and you will find so much support. Um, they're essentially bridging the gap between like community and healthcare. So you have access to this incredible community of mothers who are either in the next phase that you're about to be in or who are in a current um, phase that you're in and then there's also actual real life professionals and specialists in so many different areas that I mean say you have a question about um, breastfeeding or sleep or speech like for your child and whatever age they're at you can literally go to this app there's like a chat room it's called the care chat and it's 24 7 and not only can you get like just comments and um, supportive encouragement or advice from other moms, you can literally be paired up with a specialist in that specific area to help you through whatever you're dealing with. So if you want more information, it's really amazing. Go to oathcare.com 
or go to the app store and download the OathCare app. Like Seth said, it is completely free right now. So definitely take advantage and thank us later. Well, and that goes right into the next point, which is on the other side of asking good questions or, you know, great questions is being a great listener. Mm. And so you can ask great questions, but you can tell someone who's asking good questions because the questions should essentially be changing over time based on what they're hearing. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) if you're asking the same five (laughs) questions every day and it's like, you know, that's great. That's a start. But like the hope is that those are questions, those questions then evolve to say like, as you're listening and you're understanding, okay, you said the project was doing this. Like, so what happened after this? Like, and, and that's again just part of being more intentional. But yeah, um, there's always communicating and talking. But on the other side of being a good listener, absolutely, and I think really helps someone feel. Yeah, just it's it it's good to it's felt important. listen to. It's selfless. Like yeah. it's important as a human being to have that characteristic of a good listener because you can tell when people aren't good listeners, and it's just it's not someone you want to talk to. Mm-hmm. It's not someone you want to be around. It it's it's not like a, a, uh, a trait that you want to have. Like being a good listener is such a special thing. And it's funny. Sometimes I'll ask Seth like the same question three times. And he's like, for the third time, like <laughs> this is my answer. You've asked me this already. So I'm like, I, there's a difference in how he will feel. And like that, I, that is like who you are too. I feel like you have always been very protective. It's like, don't just ask me a mindless question. Like I'm not going to waste my time. I'm not going to waste yours. So like it matters, especially for like someone like you who's like, I'll talk to anybody. They're asking me whether they care or not. But like for you, you're like, mm, no, like you're not safe. I can't, I'm not going to waste my breath on you. Cause like you don't really care or like, why are you asking me? Is it cause you're genuinely curious or is it because mm-hmm. you're just trying to like fill space? So It's important. Like there's a difference between intentionally listening um, and not matters. And the last point we have is just putting yourself out there. Mm -hmm. And so I think kind of what we mean by that is just. It's spontaneity. It's almost like if you go back to dating, like when you were first pursuing Mm -hmm. your, you know, your other partner like at some point you had to like put yourself out there and like either ask him on a date or like you know yep get their attention somehow like get their number right exactly so like and i i think that for intentional time that can go a long ways because it just is like no maybe i'm gonna ask you a question that is out of the blue Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm going to just like do something that's kind of out of the ordinary, but that really makes that time now special. Like you've yep. just compounded the value of that time of like, oh, this isn't just a normal conversation. Mm-hmm. Like you're actually invested in me. You're present in the moment with me. And that <laughs> is something yeah. the, uh, there was a the documentary, the last dance about the Chicago bulls when Michael Jordan was there that's something that's always stuck with me ever since I watched that of just like, (laughs) (laughs) there was a quote in there about how Michael Jordan was so present in the moment. And that was something that they attributed to his greatness, his ability to just block Mm. out 
all distractions and literally be so focused in what he was doing in that moment. And that was something that really allowed him to, to develop into being, you know, so great, mm-hmm. which is obviously a hard thing to do. And that's compounded over tons of time, but mm-hmm. like being able to, you know, in light of this conversation of being intentional with our time, mm-hmm. being present in the moment, I think is, is huge. Which if you eliminate the distractions and if you are a good listener, all that kind of stuff, all of that is going to help you to be able to do that. But like it is so, there's something so special that will transform your time together when you do kind of take a risk and like, Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to put yourself out there a little bit. Like even after six years of marriage, it's like you can still like, I don't know. I can still be like, Ooh, I kind of want to ask this question or like, I don't know. Like, don't be afraid to like be extra flirty or try something crazy. Or like there's women all the time who are like, I'm scared to initiate. Like, how do you do it? I'm like, girl, just do it. Like go for it. Mm, Make it fun. Put on the lingerie. Even if you look like Winnie the Pooh, like it doesn't (laughs) matter. Just like he's there to stay. So like, just go for it. Be crazy. Ask the question. Like, I'll literally be like, do you have any dreams about your ex? Like, has that ever happened before? Like, don't be afraid. To, like, he is a human being. You know what I mean? Like, we know each other and like a romantic and marriage sense, but it's like, you are still a whole person. So like, you have these mental, like you have a whole life that like, I want to get to know. I care about it all. So like, let's like have fun let's dive in like let's not be so professional here like let's not be so married here like let's talk like friends let's like Mm -hmm. have fun let's act like each other's annoying little brother or sister let's be obnoxious let's like be crazy like don't be afraid to do that because it will like chisel away like layers of who you guys are and of your relationship and you'll be more comfortable with each other you'll you'll have such a deeper connection um, if you're not willing to, like if you're not going to be so safe or if you're willing to put yourself out there a little bit and be spontaneous or say like, Hey, let's, you know, let's have, again, we don't have a babysitter, but like we'll ask our older sister or something like that. Um, If she's willing, we respect her time. Um, But we are also like not going to always ask her. So we will have dates at home. And literally the other night we got, I didn't want Jimmy John's and he didn't want Taco Bell. So (laughs) I got Taco Bell. He got Jimmy John's and we sat and we laughed and talked and like, didn't even end up watching a show. And that was our date night. And we got in bed early and just sat and laughed and acted obnoxiously immature with each other and just had a fun time. And that was our date. And that was really fun. So, um, all that to say, it's important to just, be willing to take a risk to not be so like okay third date night like let's talk about the things we always talk about like forget the kids you know your kids talk about something else you know Mm -hmm. yeah and so i guess we've touched on it a little bit but like the way that we kind of structure our intentional time Mm -hmm. i you know i guess i can kind of think of it in three three or four probably Three. three different levels so like daily, we try to s- spend intentional time daily, mm-hmm. like we talked about. So, you know, every night at a certain time, we have a cutoff point. Mm-hmm. And within that time, we'll be intentional to ask each other questions and kind of... Do everything we talked about. Yeah, do that stuff that we talked about. And, and then on a weekly basis, you know, we try to have an intentional 
date night once mm-hmm. a week. <clears throat> and that is just, again, personal time away from the kids where we really try to do something fun. Like, mm-hmm. th- I think fun is an emphasis of that. But yep. again, that can be, you know, intentional time doesn't have to just be sitting and talking. So and a lot of people ask, like, how do you do that with kids? How do you have a date night? It's like, oh, it's impossible. No, put them down and then you can have your date. It can be at home. Yep. doesn't need to cost money. It just is intentionality. That's the point. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's that. And then we'll also have an intentional family date night as well, just to throw that in there. Yeah, we'll do that as a f- intentional family time. And then also, you know, we'll we'll spend a day in the week kind of going over schedules. So mm-hmm. we're intentional with scheduling our intentional time. <laughs> yeah. If that even makes sense. Yeah. But just like, you know, going over, okay, what does a week look like? Um, and a lot of this stuff has kind of become, I think, pretty mm-hmm. regimented, not in the fact that it's boring, but just like we know that Tuesday's you know day to night. Expect, yeah. Right. The last, I would say the third layer of that would then be every year we try to set intentional time for a marriage retreat. Mm-hmm. And I guess we can probably go in a little bit more, in a little bit more detail on that where we just had that, um, but again, that's marriage retreat is probably way too formal of a, a title mm-hmm. for it. Again, it's it's really meant to just be time again with just Jackie and I, where we sit and we talk about kind of like the past year and the 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 upcoming year. Mm-hmm. Like, where have we come? Where are we going? Mm-hmm. And we, I think we can. Yeah, we all all read off some of the I'll topics. just go over the topics and then the exact questions that we asked. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like this is something we just do on our own. Like we we ain't rolling like that to go invest in a $10,000 marriage retreat every year. So we kind of just you know, we came up with these questions on our own just based off of like and also Google is your best friend. Like when it comes to <laughs> date nights and stuff like that, there are literally times that I will look online and be like, What's like a fun something different or like some questions? What are like intentional questions? Like, don't be afraid to I don't know, every everything comes from somewhere. So even these questions that we came up on our own. Pardon? I said, Google it up. Yeah. Like even these questions, it's like, they've come from somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, so these questions and topics, like you can do this at home. You can do this, um, over dinner on a date. You can do this in your bed. Um, it's just a, a set intentional time that you can make, especially you can pour a drink. You can whatever, make it intentional. That's the point of it. Um, but don't feel like you need to like go take a trip. We try to do one trip a year. That's just us two. And then we try to do like a family trip once a year as well, which will be this year. I think we're going to go to 38, which I'm excited about in August. So after this baby's born, um, but we really try to like budget and save for those two, two main trips, out of the year and so we kind of try to do our like marriage retreat quote unquote um towards the beginning of the year just so like he said we can like debrief the previous year and and go over like what's working what's not what did we like what do you need to work on whatever or what do I need to work on more specifically and then kind of like setting goals and stuff like that so 
I'll go over and read these questions um, exactly how we ask them, um, just so you can kind of do whatever you want with them. But again, to reiterate, you can do this at home. You can do this any day. Yeah, and we just, you know, I guess just to be open, like we we were able to take like a two-day trip. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of just did these questions like whenever we found the time for it, like half of the trip mm-hmm. was probably just resting and yeah, lounging and taking naps and going on walks. Yeah. But then it's, you know, if we're sitting at dinner, like we might hit a few of these topics yep. and just talk about them. And, you know, we would take some notes on it mm-hmm. just so that, you know, that helps us, at least that helps me kind of remember yeah. like what we what we talked about, mm-hmm. what was said. Yeah, it doesn't have to be so serious. Yeah, but it's not as serious. It's not meant to be like, okay, from 12 to Heavy. 3. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about. it's funny because honestly, I feel like we both really weren't even in the mood. It, we we pushed it to like the last possible moment. Like it was like the last day that we were there because you want to be in the right mindset too. You don't want to just waste each other's time. Yeah. But we were enjoying each other. We were enjoying, like, we were having fun. And it's we were, like... things came up naturally. It's yeah. Like, it's like we <laughs> we have to... This is what we're here for. Let's make time for it. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't feel like you need to be, like, so excited. It's like, no, this is work. This is marriage work. This is mm-hmm. where... That's a good point. Um, this is one of those things you need to discipline yourself to do because it's beneficial and necessary and healthy for your relationship it's not always going to be exciting. You're not always going to be in the mood. You're not always going to feel like it, but that's where, like, that's what sets your relationship apart from others. It's like mm. you did the work, you know what I mean? So, um, yes, it was very casual. It was over breakfast for the most part. And we were just like, we got to make this happen before we catch a flight home. So, um, <laughs> this is kind of what it looked like. Um, so the topics that we talked about, I will read off. And then again, these are the exact questions that we asked each other. Um, and that will be it. So the topics were parenting, physical intimacy slash sex, schedule, health slash goals, finances, and marriage slash relationship. So Again, we came up with these topics. These are things that are like relevant to us. So if you feel like you need to add in right. any, do so. If your <laughs> husband's deployed and you need some, you know, like make it personal to you. But if you're not a parent, obviously that's not something you're going to talk about. Um, so yeah, th- those are just ones for us that were like, okay, this hits it all. And then I will read off the questions. Every single question we asked each other. So they were... None of these are like for one or the other to answer. Yeah. Each question was asked to each other. Um, So I'll just read them off. Number one, in what area do you feel like you're doing well as a parent? In what area do you feel like you need to improve? Are you feeling fulfilled sexually? What would you like more of sexually? Are you feeling fulfilled emotionally? What, if anything, do you feel like needs to change about our schedule slash routine? Do you feel like our schedule slash routine is fair? If not, what would make it fair? What are your health goals for the next three months? Do you feel peace in our finances? 
What would be an attainable goal that you have for us financially? What, if anything, needs to change about our spending or with our spending? Are you feeling respected? What has made you feel really loved? What has made you feel unloved slash unprioritized? What would help you to feel more respected slash loved? And is there anything you want to discuss about anything else? I will say this for us felt like it covered everything. When we got to the end, we were like, mm-hmm. that was good. We're, yeah. we're good. There was no topic that was untouched. And, and we really went in depth. We, we really answered these questions. Like some of them were like, no, I feel good. Or the other person might have had something to say about it. Um, I know for us, like Seth said in the beginning, schedule was a big one for us. So it was like, right. no, I don't feel like it's fair. And here's why. And <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, and then spending was another thing for me, like DoorDash, Amazon, <laughs> had to cut ties. <laughs> but like, um, and then goals, like that was a big one we got to talk about. So, and it's it's really meant to be like a very helpful, uplifting, powerful conversation. It's not to be like, what are you doing wrong? Mm. What am I doing wrong? What am I failing in? Like, if you notice, like, for every question that's like, you know, what do you feel like I could do better at? There's a question that's like, tell me what I'm doing well. Like, what is working for you? How are you feeling loved? Like, what is making you feel loved? So I can do more of that because it's helpful for him. Uh, I mean, it's helpful for me to know what does resonate with him? Like what does, and for example, one thing was like keeping things clean. Like I really have been trying (laughs) somewhat failing, but trying really hard actually to um, keep things like really clean and tidy and organized. I am the girl that does not close the cabinets after getting something from them. Like that's just, it's not like my strong suit. I'm more of like a creative and everywhere and all that kind of stuff. And Seth is the most, organized person I've ever met um so to him he was like it actually means a lot to me when you try to keep things clean and tidy and all that kind of stuff he's not saying do this or it makes me mad or makes me feel unloved he was just saying this is something that matters to me so I get to leave with that and kind of keep in mind like oh the room's kind of messy and I'm going to take time to clean it up because even though I'm okay with it, this matters to him. And that's something that makes him feel loved. And it's just something I can do in my free time, um, to make him feel loved. So it is supposed to be, um, and it was like a positive conversation with like a, a hopeful, like, okay, I'm looking forward to this year with you spin. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I think too, when you look at the big picture of intentional time in a relationship, it's all about just, you know, trying to get on the same page with your spouse, with your partner. Like, it's that's really what you're trying to do and what we're trying to do. Yeah. And it, I guess one of the topics that uh, we did talk about as well that was on the list was really like our oh, yes, one-year that vision one. in terms of like our, taking all the stuff that we talked about. Like, where do you see us in the in a year from now? Mm-hmm. And like you know, really just using that to kind of like, okay, this is where we're going. How mm-hmm. are we doing right now? And how are we going to work on getting there yeah. step by step? And that's that's really just like, and intentional time doesn't always have to be about progressing. It could mm-hmm. just be about like 
getting to know you and spend that time. But I think at the end of the at the end of the day, too, it's like we we do want to get somewhere. We want to. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want our lives just to stay the same, and we're trying to grow. And so, like, yeah. doing that together, that is kind of why we prioritize this as much as we do. And that's, I guess, why we're talking about it today. Yeah. Side note, um, last thing. Did you, like, the vision question, was that the one you asked while we were on the beach? Question. Remember? I think so. You yeah, said, like, what's your, was that that question? I believe so. It's funny because this is like an ex- a perfect example of like just, I don't know, the power of like asking questions and how people can be different and change. And it's not even something that Seth and I discussed, but when he asked that question, like I was like, it was, it's just an example of how, whatever I said, I used to like, if you had asked me six months ago or a year ago, like. I used to be like, oh, I want, like, these are my goals. Like, right. I want to travel. I want to, like, work with these kind of brands. And, like, I want to be known and I want to make an impact. And I want, like, to grow, 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 whatever. And I was like, and he knew that. Like, uh, he was aware of that. And I, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I communicated that. But, I didn't really communicate that shift. And so when he had asked that question, I was like, oh, this is interesting. This is different. Like I have a different answer than like you're probably aware of because like it's changed. My perspective, my desires, my dreams have changed in a matter of six months to a year that like you're not really aware of and that I haven't even given much thought to, but it was just like, you know, it was a completely different answer. It was like all of that actually means nothing to me now compared to what I want now and the vision I see for our family moving forward and like what I personally want for myself. So like, Mm -hmm. it's just an example of how you, you are ever changing. And it was looking back, it's like special to see like, Oh, I'm glad that you asked that question. Um, Cause I feel like we both, it's just not something we really, you know, you're not really talking about like, your vision and what you want people (laughs) to remember when you die. But like, it was like, Oh, I know you a little bit better now. And you know me a little bit better now after like getting asked, answer those questions. And speaking of perfect timing, (laughs) our beloved child is crying in the background because she just woke up. So that's just a little, a bit of reality for you guys. Right. Um, we have no studio. We're in our bedroom. It just, it is what it is, y'all. So we really, really are thankful that yeah. you're here and yeah, choose to you. listen to us. So that wraps up the message for today. Not the message, that <laughs> the episode. I think we've been listening to too many, like, things. <laughs> the That's F for it for day. this message. But again, I am Seth. And I'm Jackie. And this is Never TMI, and we are signing off. Peace out.